Right, welcome back to another Sports Tech Atlanta. I'm your host, Sterling Mack. Um, on the other side there is Taylor Mack. Um, before we get started today, I thought it appropriate um, that we kind of kick it off with everything that's going on here in the world today. Um, obviously, I think the first thing to just say is, uh, you know, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, to Ahmaud Arbery, and to George Floyd. Um, I think we've known for a while that we've had a systematic issue in this country um, racially, not just with police, but you know, there's there's so many things from like redlining or um, you know, Wells Fargo paying out millions of dollars for ghetto loans, um, and we've been fighting this fight for a very long time. Our our parents grew up in the segregated South, and um, even the things that we've had to deal with uh, growing up as as uh, kids in Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, we just want to say, or I just want to say, kind of being the, the head of Sports Tech Atlanta, that I uh, stand with everybody, stand with Black Lives Matter. Um, it's something that we need to, uh, unfortunately, right, continue to fight for, continue to fight for people to see us and to hear us and uh to create real change in America right now and in our system. And, um, you know, if you have the ability, something that I've thought on a ton this weekend is like, how can I help and how can I do things um, to try to make, make this better and, and make a change. And um, I, uh, I highly encourage people to, if you have the means, I know some people are struggling right now and that's a difficult thing, but if you have the means to, um, to donate to, you know, funds like the bail fund or the equal justice initiative or the NCAA or, um, <laughs> NAACP, excuse me. You want to, you want to donate to the NCAA. <laughs> they, don't, um, they don't need any extra money. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's incredibly tough times. It's, you know, been, I know I've been incredibly emotional, especially watching the video of, uh, George Floyd's murder and, um, and it's, I'm sure it's been very tough for a ton of people, but I wanted to say that and, and knowing that we haven't put anything out there and, and that was very conscious. I wanted this to, um, you know, I, I wanted things that were going on within our communities to kind of to, to play out before we kind of get back in, in a way or, or in a sense to back to normal and doing what we do on this podcast and other stuff. So, um, yeah, Taylor, I'll, I'll kick it to you. Yeah. I mean, I'll be sure. I, uh, I, echo the same sentiments that you said. Uh, the biggest thing right now um, with everything that's going on with this tragedy is there's a big opportunity for, you know, actual change to come from this. We have been hearing in different ways that black individuals around this country have tried to voice their opinion and have been stifled in other areas because it shouldn't be done this way. You need to do it that way. You can't do it this way. You need to do it that way. So the, 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 the field goal gets moved. The goal gets moved constantly to be able to achieve the goal. And so now I think has res this has resonated with so many people. And it's one of those things where uh, social media will always have um, things that'll be rolling to make your voice heard, but in a mass type of way. So we need to take things from social media and not just be Twitter finger active or Instagram active in turning that into tangible things out here in the real world. Because as we I've seen what, you know, from everything that happens off social media that doesn't really dictate or, you know, determine, you know, what really happened outside of these Internet social realm. So let's take this momentum. Let's let's take um, this 
unfortunate tragedy and let's really try and pull something positive out of here and break the cycle that it seems to constantly be going on from year after year, month after month, day after day of seeing different videos, different captions, different highlights, lowlights, I'll put it, put it of, 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 um, events that happen to black individuals around the country. So like they say, black lives matter. It's not saying that other lives do not matter. You know, if you don't understand the, the negative connotation that does come with countering with that sentiment, um, what you need to understand is that when something is affecting other people and there is an issue, you can focus in on that issue, hone in, try and resolve, make solutions. And then from there, we can continue to provide better humanity for um, everyone else around the country, around the world as well. So we can make this a better place, but it needs to start by addressing the biggest major issue that's always been around here in this country. But I think right now the fire is burning and um, you can't let this train derail or slow up and stop again. And then we restart sometime down the road. So that's all I got. kind of got. Yeah. I love that. I'll, I'll just end it with the, uh, I love how you said that the fire is burning. It's, it's this, uh, it truly feels like a moment when you watch the peaceful protests and the people that are out there. It's incredibly diverse. It's amazing to see so many people uh, understanding that there's this lingering issue that's been in, in America for so long, really rooted in our history and, and hoping to find justice and, and uh, equal footing um, for those that do not have it at the moment. So. Right. Um, and if you're and if you're on the other end of things, because everybody doesn't always just automatically jump on the jump on to, on board to a lot of movements, if you see the negative aspects or the highlights of, uh, you know, a lot of the protesting, you can say, can, you know, see it turn violent or, or anything like that. Don't focus on the violent and focus on the the reason for why this is happening, and then also say, you know, we shouldn't be doing that at the same time. But you can understand, you can see why why frustrations are boiling over in the way that they are. But be constructive of what you're your takes can be, but also understand the root of the root cause of where we are in this moment. But also just like I said, use this moment to propel. Don't be an anchor to slow us down. Don't be a barnacle on here. Just along for the ride, just to say you're here, but not really contributing. Do something positive if you can, whether if that's publicly or in your social, small social circles, uh, because we all know it, it all starts behind closed doors. And then that comes out into the light. So Use whatever you can. Be comfortable with yourself, but be true to yourself, and let's 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 work all together. Yeah, yeah, very well said, Taylor. Now let's got some seed talk for you today. June fourth. I had to think for a second. I was like, is it really June fourth? Yeah. Let's get into the seed talk today. We've got, um, I think, three pretty cool stories. Um, the first one is uh, a new app, kind of. Focusing on social and, and, and how social can be used um, to really kind of highlight the things that you say as far as like some of the picks or who you think is going to be the MVP. Um, the second story is uh, two companies merging together essentially to create a hologram or the ability for hologram and, and for fans to be able to still be in the stadium even if COVID uh, continues for a long time. And the last is just the highlighting uh, local youth app uh, that's trying to create change as well throughout this COVID uh, situation. So let's get into today's seat talk. So first story here is on a company called Pickup. Uh, so they recently raised uh, funding 
through KB Partners or KB Partners led the round, I should say. Um, and I thought this was pretty cool. This was something, you know, we always like talk about this or like sometimes you might have it with your friends or something like that, but it essentially tracks uh, your social statements or like through WhatsApp or through Slack. And so I'll use the prompt, you know, will LeBron James win the MVP? So say you say that and then now you, now the, that result and that kind of is like floated out there. So this app will pick it up and then more people can add into the commentary, which is cool because I think right now we always think of just using Twitter and I'll use like NBA Twitter, for example. Now this can kind of like combine a ton of threads against Slack, WhatsApp, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and, and really kind of track everything that you're saying or the things that you're thinking. And then you can go back to them. It's like, man, I thought, you know, I, th I thought Anthony Davis was going to be the MVP this year or something like that, uh, which I think is a really cool social aspect of like, you know, of where we are with so many different channels that we have and how we, you know, view sports. I you know my, my, uh, my mic was muted, but, uh, -huh. What I was what I was trying to get into is that, you know, with this initial funding in the seed round led by, you know, KB partners, this allows the fans and I love the interaction aspect, but I'm always apprehensive because you want to make sure that it is real people because you want to stay ahead two steps ahead or three steps ahead if you can rolling out something like this, because I think it's very comprehensive and it's nice of mm -hmm. making sure that you don't get, you know, comment sections or comments flooded by bots and things like that and then it detracts from genuine interaction and, and genuine fan comment because people like to have their voice heard because you you know all the times when you think you got man i got this fire tweet let it slap out it's right. not maybe maybe a little funny but also it's constructive criticism of somebody's game not going overboard and you wish like ah they got a little bit more traction there you know i people would i wish more people would interact with me on this one because i want to hear somebody's opinion because that's why i put it out there not trying to troll being just being honest and it gets lost in the fray because of, you know, how the algorithm algorithms and things work. So I like this idea and I, I think it uh, can really help out for fan interactions um, with pickups platform. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. too. And I love how you said that there, you, when you say you don't have a ton of followers on Twitter or your tweet just didn't get picked up or something, you want that interaction though. You want people to engage with you or, even sometimes argue, right? Argue about, you know, the value of Ben Simmons or should Ben Simmons shoot threes or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think in that regard, that ability to engage deeper is a really cool uh, aspect of this. And, and we'll see kind of where it goes from here. Yeah. So, um, you know, right now that's Dan Healy, co-founder and CEO from Pickup, um, knows he's like even in this – Untime of certainty. This is a quote from him. There's one thing that we're sure of. Sports fans still have opinions and they want opinions to be heard. Uh, and those opinions are only going to ramp up as our favorite players and teams get back on the field. As the NBA announced their plan for making a return, you have baseball on the fringe. Uh, hockey's making their return. They're in their face, too. So, um, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be really in, in, interesting. Um, but, yeah, they've also got... Um, investments from drive by DraftKings and kinetic ventures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So super cool. Great for them uh, for picking up uh, more funding there um, again, led by KB partners. <laughs> so the second story we have here today is I think a really cool idea. I've tried to highlight these as, as I find them or, or um, really 
kind of searching for it to be honest with you though, but it's like, how do we bring the fan experience if we don't have fans? And uh, a couple companies, so an, an Indian-based company, uh, Tech Mahindra, and a Canadian-based company, Champ Tracks Technologies, have partnered to create a stadium-like experience for global sports fans. So essentially, if you have a AR-enabled phone and you're connected to 5G, uh, their hope is the connection within 5G within the stadium will then allow them to not only put a hologram of a sports fan, but also be able to pipe in the audio of that fan, uh, which I think is super cool. Because I know right now when you uh, watch some of the soccer that's being played or, or that's kind of restarted over in Europe, um, you know, not having fans or just trying to pipe it in, pipe it in or in the, the Korean Baseball League, they've just been playing different sounds and having – uh, they actually had sex dolls at one point in one of the games, stuff like that. So I think it'll be cool, especially for fans, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to feel a part of it and also, you know, uh, kind of get you back into that sports mode of being a fan and yelling and screaming and all that type of stuff. Listen, I love the idea of forward thinking. This is a dumb idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. This you like you this, like is this, this is a dumb idea. I'm sorry. Okay. I, okay. I, I went over the article and I was like, first off, it's dumb because there's no it's it's not feasible from the financial standpoint of the average fan, what they want to go through to be able to do this. So yeah. I was like, all right, that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're gonna you're gonna tell me you you have enough little uh I don't know small Iron Man droplet uh, holograms you can put under seats so that I'll pop up virtually in the stadium as well so that the players can see me. And then obviously it'll be translated of, of my sound. I just don't see how this is all going to work. So I understand like it's an, it's a, it's a equation or it's, it's whatever that's going to be built in for however many fans are there. That's what it's going to simulate for that sound. So I don't know if you can pipe in your own yelling and screaming, like maybe you can record and then push send for what you're yelling that's dangerous also, which is what I was thinking, because now you have nobody to be held accountable uh, except if you want to track the IP address of where something came from of, say, if you have a racial slur being thrown out there that you're mad. And so, that'll definitely happen 1000 percent. So I love where the, I love where their heart's at. I give them an A, A, A plus for effort and idea here. I just don't see how you accomplish this at all. I think there's ways around the, to your point, to make sure that there's no abuse done, right? If you have to like sign up with a real name, a real email address, stuff like that. Um, The price also, something that I saw, I mean, you got to think, right? Phones are super expensive in the first place, like 5G type phones. Um, And then to be able to make sure that you have 5G connection, like all that stuff. So you you have to be... um, a little bit more fluent to be able to use this technology to your point. I wonder though. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there are ways to roll this out. I think it'd be super mm-hmm. cool just because it, again, without it, without us trying to figure out something, just we lose the fan experience and you lose that. You're just, of course, you're going to watch it. You're going to, you're going to consume it, but there's something about right. Being in the stadium or feeling like you're in the stadium and being able to, you know, be a part of the game. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't do my part instead of just diving into my thoughts. So the, the way this goes is, is, uh, is the stadium has to be 5G capable um, with the 5G rollout. And then on top of that, every the fan that wants to access has to have access through a 5G and as well have, right. have AR capability with either their phone, iPad, tablet, or whatever you're using. 
uh, possibly, you know, computer as well. So you have to have all of that. And then the cost right there is where it jumps up with the AR capable technology from the fan perspective. Uh, 5G's roll, that's inevitable. That's what's rolling out, you know, worldwide. That's that one cloud basically connection we're going to have. You'll be on the, the tip in, uh, of uh, Hitchikan. I think that I said that Alaska or Kitchikan, Alaska, being able to pick up 5G. Don't have to worry about them bears no more. Make that make that auto call. You know, you, you, ain't no distress signals with the satellite phones no more with the 5G the way that this is rolling. So I love it. I love the premise. I don't see it working out at all. Um, this is very reactionary and not proactive in a way, uh, I think, because you're, you're trying to respond to what's been happening. So maybe they've had this in the works and they're like, yeah, let's just roll this out now. Um, but cool idea. I don't see it happening. I'm with you there. No, that's great feedback. And Taylor always with his, the real, I know it's a TV show, but I think we can say that. No, you sounded like Morpheus when he was like, welcome to the world of the real. I just rewatched that. I think I'm going to, the real. The matrix is amazing. It's such a good show. It is. Movie. What do you mean show? Yeah, don't, well, you know what I mean. Don't, don't don't disrespect that trilogy except number two was not good. That don't disrespect that trilogy like that. I think three is worse than two. Really? I thought two had so much CGI that it was bad. Three, I guess I was just used to the CGI and I was like, whatever. And then they tried to use less of it, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, two was just so much like he's how are you Superman? It was like Brian Spillner coming back in Fast and Furious 2 and he's running LA when he was just this low, low life guy, lowly guy being a being a cop. And then now he's he's Kadan Juan in, in Fast and Furious. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I really didn't do understand mean? it. He ends one being like he ends the the first movie. I don't say one. He ends the first trilogy as the one, and he is right. different, right? He's he just, you know, beat the agent, jumped into him, all that type of stuff. They run away. And now he realizes, okay. like, he could do everything. Yeah, and I know as you have to wrap it, it's a computer world. You're flying from the Alps all the way into France, basically, and catching people, Morpheus off the truck. I just thought it was a little bit too much. I thought it was one was fantastic, how it all developed, how you realized it. But it all it all worked in my mind. And then you come back, and I'm like, this is yeah. one a little works. too much. Yeah, one just works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as we digress there, <laughs> uh, last story is on youth sports. So I thought this was cool because I used to use this application. So league apps when I was coaching. Um, so league apps is really trying to figure out a way to um, pivot here during this COVID time frame. So if you don't know what league app or leagues app, league apps, excuse me, is um, they're a platform that manages registrations, payments, schedules, and communication. Uh, obviously for leagues that are starting up, typically use sports. Um, but they've really tried to figure out a way that they can help organizations. So they've helped dozens of city organizations, including the Manhattan Soccer Club and the Yorkville Youth Athletic Association uh, to deal with the logistics of lost programming and preparing to resume play once Corona subsides. Uh, it's also held, uh, or yeah, it, it's also held 19 virtual town halls um, free of charge for representatives of more than 1,000 sports organizations. The sessions have featured physicians, lawyers, accountants, and lobbyists. I think that's pretty cool. I wanted to just highlight them. I didn't know if you knew about League of Taylor. What did you think about this one? 
wasn't too aware of league apps, um, but I thought it was a really good thing. A for what they're doing to provide um, the information. You know, you know, it's from the PPP program as well. If you're in, in you know, if you listen to this inside the states, uh, it's you know our loan program for small businesses. But uh, just giving people an avenue to be able to be well versed and um, up to date on news, from so to speak, mm-hmm. and you know, continue to understand and hopefully make their lives better by listening to so many people that have had held town halls of the 19 town halls that they've had. So I, I think it is nice. And then obviously that that goes so far for what their model is, you know, dealing with small, you know, small town organizations, um, you know, your your league sports. And so that's the biggest thing. If you can cover them and protect them, word of mouth goes a lot, goes very far. You don't have to really, you wouldn't have to put out an ad after this. Cause people would be like, Oh, what, how'd you guys keep your league going? And be like, you know what? League apps did a really good thing for us. They held town halls for us. And they, you know, they, they made sure that we were up to date from information wise, you know, so that we can, if you have a family provide, you know, no information for your family, your small business, if you didn't know which avenues to go to, they were helping provide that. So they yeah. will have word of mouth business that'll go very far. Uh, but from the app itself, it's something that every you know small league should be doing and it helps you deal with those karens i want to i want to just be a compl- i want to throw a complaint in oh okay well just uh don't do it to me because that's not my job just go to league apps put it in the league apps someone will be with you in 24 24 maybe 48 hours you can put your complaint through there but if not that was so nice all because i would get to your point i would get a notification that mm-hmm. like a parent had emailed me and then it's like, all right, I'm either at work or doing something. So to your point, there's a little bit of a buffer, right, between just the parent and the access mm-hmm. to the coach, which is super nice because you need, you know, youth sports are tough, uh, especially with some of the parents out there. Why isn't is- my baby playing? Your baby is terrible. <laughs> terrible. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. So. That was not your best there. I'm not going to lie to you. Not as good as um, if you have not, if this is your first sport, uh, sports take Atlanta seat talk, I highly suggest going back to our last one. Uh, I believe it's probably at the second or third minute, uh, a very good common. um, Highly suggested by Taylor over there. So yeah, with that, man, I I appreciate it. I know kind of heavy, heavy, Heavy stuff at the beginning. Try to kind of get into it. It's it's um, it ain't a- heavy. It's what the real is, like you said. It's just the real. That's what the circumstances are, and that's all we're commenting about. It's true. It's very true. So we appreciate the time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll see you on the next version or next week. I don't know why I say that. Sports Tech Atlanta Sea Talk. <laughs>